Willie's Night of Horror. We'll just yeah, we'll go with that. All right, we're 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 live, Pat. I left my water on the other side, so give me a minute. All right, so while Pat gets his water, if anybody's wondering, we are the five dollar movie club. It consists of three people that go to the movies and pay five dollars. The Cinemark app is called the Movie Club, so we are the five dollar movie club. Well, you don't have to join Movie Club. The tickets just are five dollars. No, they're actually like six on them. If you don't, if you don't, yeah, you get like fifty cents off if you're subscribed to Cinemark. Yeah, but we're we're official. We do. We um, are not five dollar movie club. We are what we saw last night. Yeah, but we're okay. That's the name of the podcast, but we're, we're still the movie club. Julie and I had a crazy day today, so if we sound uh, unprofessional, and by that our voices. It's because we had a really long day. You're fighting for a livelihood. I don't have my charming voice today. Anyways, we did see last night. We did, no, two nights ago. We saw Guardians, and I was excited to see it. I Not excited because I look forward to these movies, like the Marvel movies, but like excited because I just wanted to see it. It is the last of... The series, so the trilogy does end, allegedly does end all the characters, so I was excited to see it. I don't know if you guys want to go about what you thought, or I can just jump right in. Well, you guys know what I thought. I didn't like it. It wasn't good. Basically, the same exact movie as the last six Marvel movies that came out. That is insane. It was nothing like the Dr. Manhattan. It, it looked nothing like the, the Ant-Man movie. Dr. Strange, sorry, yeah. Okay, hear me out. Every single Marvel movie, at least like the last six that came out that I saw, every single movie, they kill like hundreds, if not thousands of civilians mm-hmm. to save some little guy who's for some reason special because he has powers. Mm-hmm. What is the message here that like, if you have powers, you're more important? Yeah. Civilians really didn't die in this one. He literally All blew- of those animals. Like the whole point of the movie, I guess like, I don't really understand. And again, I'm not good at like symbolism. I'm not, despite what you might think, I'm not like a film bro. I don't, I'm not good at metaphors. <laughs> I feel attacked. No, like, I'm, I'm not really sure what message this was trying to put out. I would have to maybe think on it, but... Friendship. I guess it's, like, a person is a person, no matter how small, friend, friendship and shit, like... But so many people were killed, so many people's lives were ruined to save Rocket. But why? Why is he so important? What makes him better than anyone else? Because he was his best friend. I mean, what, like... Yeah, the Earth 2 or whatever, Counter-Earth... Uh, they they caught a lot of strays, but that wasn't because of Rocket. That that Earth was going to be gone no matter what. No, because I it had I think, nothing to do with their that that Earth being blown up. I think they would have left it alone if they didn't start no, the pot coming to get Rocket. He made I don't it know. clear. The guy made it clear. He was like, "This is imperfect. I got it to a point to where I want it to be. Now I have better, so I'm going to blow that." That's his whole thing. His whole thing is, I'm going to blow it up because it's not perfect, 
erase it. It's not like, oh, I let it go. I don't know. Also, like, his character, the villain, was very cheesy to me. Like, it wasn't... Yeah, he was kind of boring. Okay, so I, I, one of my criticisms, if I'm going to take this seriously, it really felt like this movie was made for a demographic who was not alive when the first Guardians of the Galaxy film was released. That part didn't really make a ton of sense to me. This clearly felt like a children's movie in comparison to some other Marvel movies that we've seen. It was very, like, I feel like the demographic is, like, 9 to 12-year-olds. Well, here's the thing. All these movies are for 9 to 12-year-olds. Okay, no, no, hear me out. Marvel movies are for everyone, I understand that. But there are definitely, there's absolutely, like, this one was more for the 9 to 12 demographic, whereas... Think of another movie that is more violent, more mature. Another Marvel movie? Yeah. That well, is more geared towards adults, but is also for children because so it's a Marvel So the thing movie. is, this series of movie is goofy. It's meant to be goofy. These guys are goofy. You know, like, it's just meant to be goofy. You can't have much seriousness. There's not a lot of intensity in these movies. They're just goofy. I, I think that's, like, the point of these movies. I agree with you, though. I do agree. This movie was kind of, like, the villain was, like, what children are afraid of. You it, know, like... It felt, like, very much like a kid show. Like, that show Odd Squad or, like... And even, like, a lot of the characters just felt like they were designed by children. The way his, like, face, the fake mask was stretched over his, like, robot head. Like, it... Very uninspired to me. A lot of the costumes and the makeup, very uninspired, very unoriginal. This means nothing to you, but he was worse than WandaVision villain, Agatha. The, the... I did watch WandaVision. Oh, did you? Okay. So then it does mean something to you. So he was a worse villain than Agatha. Worse in what way? What do you mean by Just that? boring, corny, just like... I did hate WandaVision. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people get triggered when I say that. No, no. It, it was bad. No, but no. It was, so, Pat, Pat you no remember. WandaVision. Pat, That's you, not there true. Is, no, there is not a single soul that likes WandaVision. We'll put up a poll. We're putting up a poll. Yep. We'll put up a poll. So, you remember WandaVision. You remember Agatha. The, yeah. Uh, okay. That villain was boring. To be fair, that villain yeah. was boring. I feel like this villain was a lot more boring. We didn't need a good villain in this for me. I I just needed them to go on an adventure. Like Marvel make does a really good job of making movies for everyone and I thought like this was the perfect movie for like everyone across demographics. It just it was a lot of fun. I think that the All crowd right. had a blast with it, which is ultimately like great and like the fandom like, it's obviously well-received. It's killing it in the box office. So, like, yeah, no, I'm happy that the people who went out and, like, saw it are happy. Um, yeah, the villain wasn't great, but we didn't need a good... Like, this didn't need a good villain because this is going nowhere. Like, they know that this is the end of the James Gunn era. This is the end of the Guardians era. You know, Star-Lord is, like... Or Chris Pratt is trying to take his himself out of the equation but he still has a few more movies on his contract, so he's going to be doing lesser roles. Batista wants out. Like, all these the people, they want out. They've been in these roles for, like, 10-plus years. 
So it's like, yeah, no, like you have to give him a bad villain. You you can't save your best villain for last because then that makes you want more. Like, I thought they did a really good job of like putting a bow tie on it, and then you have um the crew, the the new crew, and, and like I I do hope they get their own spinoff because I mean Rocket's fun, Groot's fun. Anytime you have a dog is fun. I would chop up Groot to make firewood. He would probably just give you wood. I would turn him into a bonfire, personally. Yeah, but you'll always have wood if he just sticks around. No, I would kill him with an axe. <laughs> yeah, he would just kill you. Like, he would just grow back. Yeah. He got his he basically got And he gets uglier every time. Yeah, that's how He went to he, he turned into Kaiju Groot. It was amazing. That's how we that's what happens when we get old, you know what I'm saying? Like unfortunately some of us just don't we just don't look the same. Where where do you rank these? I don't you, you don't rank them at all? I mean look, the Guardian I like the Guardians more than Marvel movies, I don't like Marvel that much. And I think Guardians is the best job of being the most fun. So, if we were doing trilogies... Okay. I would put Spider-Man first, the Avengers, then Guardians. Then, like, all those other losers, like Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor, and Ant-Man. Which, Ant-Man, I love the first two, but I didn't even see the third because it looks terrible. Well, it didn't do well. So I think you're crazy because the Captain America trilogy is hands down the best. Civil War is their best movie, hands down, like without even thinking about anything. Like Civil War is better than Endgame, better than Infinity War. It's better than Spider-Man. And you know how I feel about Spider-Man. I mean, I love Spider-Man. But Captain America is their best trilogy. And 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 those movies are really well done. The thing is, those movies are for an older crowd. Those are the movies that... Right, that's what I meant. Yeah, like like those movies are like... Those movies hit different when you're older. When you're just a kid watching, you're just like, why is Iron Man fighting Captain America? You know, because kids don't know anything, but... When you're an adult, you see that movie and it means more. Like the, I don't know, I guess the symbolism and all that other stuff. But it's like the tone is different. Definitely Captain America is the best trilogy. Because I'm biased, I'll say Spider-Man is the second best. And then, well, to be, oh yeah, because we're talking about the Marvel Universe. So, And then I guess I'll throw Avengers and Guardians. I don't care for Ant-Man and I don't care for Iron Man. I feel like those are the only trilogy. Thor, not Thor was boring. So, yeah, yeah, no, Thor is boring. So I put Thor in the bottom too. But like this, like Guardians. The thing is, Guardians is to me is the fourth best of them. But it's not that it's bad. It's just the fourth best. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Cool, no, man. I mean, I I would agree. Like I. I hate, like, I don't want to be this person. I hate, like, every time, like, I don't want to be, like, 
I want to be like, oh, I'm not like the other guys. I hate Marvel movies. I do. I think they're all bad, but I would tend to agree with your ranking. I just think they're all very low. But I think your order makes a lot of sense to you. Yeah, I, the the Captain America ones, I feel they're the best written ones. They're definitely the best. Even, they're even the best acted ones. The Avenger ones, the first Avengers was kind of boring. Even when I saw it in theaters, it was kind of just boring. Maybe, maybe Endgame, but I feel like Infinity War was really good. Guardians is the fourth best. Like Guardians is goofy, but just not. It's just too goofy, you know. I like the goofy though. Like it, they're they're perfect popcorn flick. Yeah, I mean, they, if you want to put something like if if it's on and you're not doing anything and you don't have like any reason to like if it's on and you just don't feel like doing anything, you can put that on and it'll be all right. So. To be fair, Dave Batista carries those movies in a goofy way. Like his his goofy carries his goofy basically is funny than everyone else's goofy. You know what I'm saying? Like I like Chris Pratt. I, I love Parks and Rec. I thought, you know, I thought he was great for that role. And outside of that, I mean Jurassic Park is or Jurassic World. That's okay. You know, he was in that Tomorrow War Tomorrow's War, whatever, or whatever that movie's called in, in, in Amazon that I, I put that on when I'm bored. You know, but like he doesn't do much for me. None of the other characters really do much for me. Just Dave Batista. So he doesn't have to like I agree and disagree because like you you crash Chris Pratt because he can do a solid job. And he does a really good job of playing that character. But that character doesn't need to carry. He's like the vehicle. And, and like my opinion, like Dave Batista, Rocket, Groot, like far outshine as when it comes to like silliness. Even Mantis isn't like I like Mantis as a character. The what I'm trying to say is they're they're fun. I do enjoy watching them. It's not that I didn't enjoy it, but I don't think they're any better than like Avengers and Spider-Man because the the No Way Home was pretty good. No Way Home was actually really good. You know, in my opinion, I, I thought that movie was a lot of fun. It gave you what you wanted. You know, it had a lot. If you haven't seen the movie yet, you know, I don't know what to say about you, but, you know, it gave you like it, it gave you basically the characters you wanted to see. It gave you the story you wanted to see. It gave you the heroes you wanted to see. You know what I'm saying? Guardians isn't like nowhere near. It's like the top of a second tier, I guess we'll, we'll say. Like, I like Captain Marvel. That movie was pretty fun. But like, I enjoy movies where like women are just kicking ass. So I don't know if it was a good movie. I just enjoy movies. So when I was younger, I have a cousin who would always make me play second player. And because he thought it was funny, he'd always make me pay like, we used to play for like we used to play this game called Metal 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 Slugs, right? It was an arcade game, and I think it was like Metal Slug Three was where they added two characters. They basically added two girls that mimicked the two guys. It was like a guy with a red hat, guy with a yellow hat, and then it was like a girl with a red suit, 
you know, girl with a yellow. He would always make me pick the girls on, on purpose. Like that was cool, you know. And like when watching movies like Alien and all that. So, you know, I enjoy movies like that. I think that's probably why I think I enjoyed Captain Marvel. But I don't know necessarily if like that was a good movie. Captain Marvel 2 comes out. I don't know if it comes out this year or next year. We'll see. But the problem with I enjoyed these movies, Captain Marvel because I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so did I. I mean, I liked it too. But I'm, what I'm saying is, I don't know if it was a good movie. My biasness kicks in, and I'm like, oh, I liked it. But I don't know if it was good. I just know I enjoyed it a lot. You know, the second one comes out soon, and we'll figure it out. The problem is because they're movies and because they're it's a business and all this other stuff. You know, you gotta wait year after year like you gotta wait a long time to get a part two you gotta wait a long time to get a part three and do you lose interest is the thing or do people lose interest like that's i think that's where these movies are starting to kind of fall off you know people still flood the movies to go see them but honestly like in my opinion let's just there's six million six hundred million no no i know that but what i'm saying is though it, people are going to go out and see them. Like, that's that's just going to happen. People are going to go see it. The first one came out in, like, 2013 or something. That was 10 years ago, man. You know, like, you got to wait 10 years for a trilogy, which that's usually how stuff works. But at what point do you just kind of, like, lose interest? Do you just go... Like, I went because I just went. I've been, I've been seeing yeah, it. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know I saw the first one in theaters, but it's been, like, 10 years. I couldn't tell you anything about it, except he had a cassette player. That's all I remember. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they that was but like that was always part of the plan. You know, you you slow drop them, and you know traditionally that's how long you know movies yeah. would take. Like it wouldn't be one one one. I like when it's you have time, and I think that that added weight. There was like I mean, there were a lot of people who got like emotional during it when watching it, so that's cool. That was weird to me because there was like nothing. Julia just is fine with animal cruelty. No, like I, <laughs> I know that that's going to be the reaction. I have a really hard time resonating and really feeling for Rocket. And I know that that makes it seem like I just don't care about animals, but he's not a real animal. I guess it's the idea of, I told you, I have a friend who I told her, go into this movie with caution because she loves otters is in love with otters. And well, we know what happened to the otter, you know? And yeah, like, got shot. yeah. You know what? And that was weird too. Cause like you figure it's, it's such a tiny animal that bullet would have went through and hit rocket too. Like if we're being real, you know, they use a I laser probably like a laser bullet. I don't know. That that would have went through it too. Otters are small animals, man. Yeah, but you remember they they're all like altered on the inside. There's plates and right. Because remember rocket. Yeah. But yeah, I'm someone. All that matters who, the I'm someone who cries at almost every movie, like literally almost every movie, and I just didn't feel anything. It's because it and had I animals. I would never downplay PTSD. That's a very serious thing. But I just didn't feel 
like Rocket, they're like, oh, he would never, he'll never tell us what happened to him. We never knew. Why didn't he tell us? And it's just like his friends got killed. And I, I guess I'm just not buying it. I think it's, it's just way too far fetched for me to wrap my head around. Like they're not just it's- superheroes. He's like a genetically engineered raccoon with like cyborg thing. It's a little too much for me, and I'm just not feeling it. Yeah, but Star Lord's just a dude. Did you? Yeah, like he's just a did dude. You, what did you think? Did you not know that he was genetically altered? You just thought he was a talking raccoon. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't buy it. Like I don't. I guess like I don't. I don't feel anything for these characters. I don't feel anything for Star Lord because. I feel like he's not a good guy. Like, he's not likable. I'll say that. He's not likable to me personally. So I just, like, don't really care what happens to him. The best line probably in all of the Marvel movies is when Doctor Strange, like, they have a standoff in the Avengers movie. And they're kind of confused because they think that, like, Star-Lord and them are fighting with Thanos and he thinks that Spider-Man and them are fighting with Thanos and Dr. Strange comes up and he's just like, wait, 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 wait a second. He was like, what master do you serve? And Star-Lord said, what am I supposed to say? Jesus. And I just thought that's, I probably, what? No, no. I just, I just thought that was the best line in all Marvel movies and okay, moving on. So I I feel like it's all very surface level. There's just not, there's no depth there. There's nothing for me to really. There's not supposed to be. Like, it's been 10 years of this. We're not, we know what we're getting into. No, but like normally I can watch a movie and like care about the characters. I don't, there's nothing that makes me care about these people. And like his girlfriend that doesn't remember him, like, okay, she doesn't remember you. Like, leave her alone. You're being weird about it. I'll be fair. I got. I have an ex girlfriend who doesn't like really talk to me like that. So that hits. That hits home. Listen, we've all been there, and you just gotta move on. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I agree with Julia, but also everyone, like his whole crew, was like, "Yo, this is weird." You know, like no, no one liked her anyway. They were all. Everyone was ready to move on, but him. And right, like that's we- just because he's a loser. Like he's a dumb character, but. He is the, right, the I think character just, that brings everyone together. Yeah, the main guy, the Star-Lord, just unlikable. We've all run into an ex-girlfriend, and you just leave her alone. You don't... I ran, don't actually. Talk. Exactly. That is what you should do. You just turn around, and you walk away. Unless, but no, no, no. I get it. Like, they needed her... Like, there was bargaining in place, and, and he didn't even, to, to Star-Lord's defense... He didn't even open communication. It was um, the ex's sister. Especially, especially if you were forced to work together for some reason. You guys are working. You're on a mission. Just drop it. Don't, you're on a very, very important mission. Don't be like, hey, we used to kiss. Like, no, it's. Okay, here's the thing I didn't like, because I was just about to say, like, what did he think was going to happen? She was all of a sudden going to turn around and be in love with him again. And that did happen. And I hated it. I Not hate really. That. No, but you can tell that it that's what is implied, because at the end, she's like, all of a sudden, from like one scene to the next, she's like scowling. And then all of a sudden, she's like, 
who's not so bad. And then all of a sudden she's like smiling at him with like dreamy eyes. And I'm just like, where is this coming from? Where is it coming but from? But it ended, it ended quickly. It was a moment of weakness on her end. No, and it, it was like, the you movie know, ended. the movie ended. She was in love with him. No, no. I, I took that as it was just a moment of like, you know what? We, we, we accomplished our goals. You know, he's not really that bad. I wouldn't say in love. It's like, all right, I could see why old me might have had a thing for him. But also, I'm going to go back to work. Like, she left. She didn't stay with him. She she boarded the ship, and she joined her crew. And it was like, yeah, because she's, she's a professional, and we should applaud that. What do you have with love? What beef do you have with love? I don't. I don't. It's no, just, it's just they were working. Yeah, they were working. Just be normal. That's tough, yeah. man. It is. I know it is, but you just gotta... It is not that tough. Listen, I was... I was taking, listen, listen. I was taking my cousin and my aunt when they came to visit. Shout out to my cousin Isaiah. I was taking them. We were at the art museum, and I ran into this girl I dated for a long time that I kind of st- always still kind of like, but she don't... I haven't talked to her in like 15 years, but I still got like, you know... Like, I still, the, the chain I have, I got it in 2003. So, like, I can't let go of the past. And I ran. I, like, fucking ran when I, I seemed to, like, we. I was actually catching Pokemon at the time. I was playing Pokemon Go at the time. And I, I saw her and I fucking ran because I felt just like Star-Lord. I would have just walked up and been like, man, do you remember them times? And then she would have been like, nah, not really. That was, like, 15 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Right, but it's It actually like, was 15 years ago, last time we The thing is, even if you do that, you got to you got to correct, you got to change courses. We all slip up sometimes. We all have that moment where I hold you, ass. You get caught slipping sometimes, but then you got to turn, you got to turn your body and just keep keep it moving, keep it pushing. I didn't even show them the museum. I showed them the back museum. I took them around it. Anyways, I That's actually a better location. Yeah, well, it's actually the front, actually. Yeah, the front, I know what you mean. Waterworks is significantly better. I remember I kept looking back and forth. Like, we were on this pier, and I kept looking back and forth. And they were like, what the hell's wrong with you? And then I finally told them. And they're like, grow up, man. Like, (laughs) Yeah, you grow up, Stormlord, grow up. When your aunt starts telling you to grow up, that's when you got to reevaluate. I get it. I do. I'm not saying that we don't have those feelings. I would say in Star-Lord's case, it was more weird because she literally had amnesia. She was not the same person. She forgot all of it. Well, no, she died and just came, her past self came back. So, right. So it, that, whole so she situation, has no, the thing is that as far as she's concerned, they never happened. Right. But also it's, it's more weird because she doesn't know any of the context. Like, if it's your real-life ex and you had some good times together, you had some good times together, and she remembers that. She just might not care, whatever the thing may be. But for They weren't she, good Good for one person. Whatever. But the thing is, for all, for all she knows, it was a terrible relationship. He could have been a piece of shit. He could have been abusive to her, and she wouldn't know that because she only has his oh, perspective. I, I agree. There's a yeah. power imbalance here. Which is what this is why they should never date because of that power imbalance. I agree. What superheroes? And one person's good time is another person's dumpster fire. Which reminds me, I got trash in my trunk. I got to throw out. 
It really, it'd be like that sometimes. I don't know. I, I just feel bad for Star-Lord. Your I girl don't feel died. bad for him. You know what? He should, he should focus on Earth connections. His grandpa was literally alive the whole time and not once did he go try to see him. Yeah, also, that's fucked up. Also, why is his grandpa like 60, 60 when he's 45? His grandpa should be at least 80. Like, he's not even close to being dead. Right, like, I was like, oh, that's gotta be his dad. And he's like, grandpa? And I'm like, grandpa who? He just got done doing aerobics at the beach. Like, do they really want me to look at Chris Pratt and think that he's, like, 25? Because I don't buy it. No, I think think Star-Lord is 35, 40, like, in that range. No, he's in his 40s. Well, in real life... No, no, in the, in, the, in the thing, he's in his 40s, too. Good. Look, Republicans age like milk. I'm not buying it. Oh, so you're saying he's probably like 35, but looks 45, or? Looks like a leather shoe. I was telling Julia, when we were in the, when we were in the theater, I was telling Julia during the credits that the Gun Brothers, that's a pretty cool name, though, but the Gun Brothers, you know, basically took over D.C., and they didn't take over DC. They got fired by Marvel for, and DC is like, "Well, we'll pay you." So, and now they basically run DC. Yeah. So they took over DC. I mean, no, it, it's split. James Gunn is head of James Gunn, and someone else I forget who it is. Gunn does all the creative stuff, and the other guy does the business side. And they are, you know, head of DC. The they are looking at like everything going forward, and I think he said like, you know, like his Superman obviously didn't drop yet. It's not going to drop. That's going to be his first big movie since he became head of DC. He he's going to have influence on all of them, which is a good. I think it's a good thing. Here's my thing. Okay, Batman, League of Super Pets, Black Adam. Those were DC movies from last year. There might have been more. I don't know. But uh, hold on, I'll look it up. I, the only thing that came up was the Flash, but that hasn't come out yet because that's coming out soon. And Aquaman, which I don't know if that came out yet because I've never seen an Aquaman movie. Batman, no Marvel movie ever made, and that includes Blade, touches the Batman. That's just my opinion. So, like, okay, that's not in the same universe as like. What they want. This is like a. This is kind of like a standalone thing, but it's still a DC movie. No Marvel movie made in the history of human kind is better than the Batman. So right there, they're already you know ahead of the game. But League of Super Pets, right? You got League of Super Pets. That was awesome. I loved it. I thought that movie was hilarious. It was great. Everything like, you want um, that, like, I hope there's a sequel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, League of Super Pets, I, I thought League of Super Pets was great. But I then think... you follow up with Black Adam. Yeah. So. But also I think... Shazam. That wasn't last year, though. Uh, yeah, but it's this year. It came out already. Mm. Yeah, it just came out. I and I'm like, the, if it's the first one, I liked the first one a lot, so. The first Shazam? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. With Shaq? The, oh, that's Kazam. Isn't, yeah. That's Kazam. Shazam, is that that Mandela Effect movie with um, 
Sinbad? Where he plays a genie? Oh, yeah. So, it, okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it takes place in Philadelphia. No, she's talking about the one with Sinbad. Pat I don't. Williams I have no clue what you're talking. I have no clue what you're talking about. You you haven't seen it because it doesn't exist in this timeline. But, Any, anyway, go ahead. You were going to say something like. 10 oh, times. the the worst thing that could ever happen to DC is if they turned into Marvel and every movie that Marvel puts out is exactly the same. It's all the same movie. I don't care what you say. They're all the same. If DC were to ever make the same type of cinematic universe as that, that would be like my personal 9-11. I shouldn't say that, but it would be like, cause Marvel really put themselves in a box where they can't make like any other genre of movie ever. Whereas DC, we can get, we can have back-to-back movies like the Suicide Squad and Joker and the Batman. We can have all those movies come out within a couple years of each other and they don't interfere. Like they can, not everything yeah. has to be in the same universe. So call me crazy, but. Okay, crazy. Thank you. Suicide Squad wasn't bad, man. It wasn't Yeah, bad. no, it was really good. kind of liked it. It wasn't great, but I I enjoyed it. I'm a DC fan. It it wasn't awful. I like Birds of Prey. Yeah, and Marvel has put themselves in a situation where they can't. So I would compare those style of movies to Marvel movies. And DC obviously but, does still make that style of movie, but I Marvel think- isn't putting out movies like The Joker, and they can't really because they've. You know, they they kind of put themselves in this box and they just can't branch out anymore. I've been I I read a few like interviews with James Gunn on like his vision for DC. And like there's certain things that are just like he's going to change a lot to try to make it, you know, certain things better. Like when he made Peacemaker, like I think we're going to see movies like that. So hopefully that transcends into like Aquaman being better. Because Aquaman tries to be that silly style, and it just falls flat. It's terrible. The Batman, like, there are certain things that are just always going to be really well done and serious. And that's like Batman. You know, like, they're doing the Penguin show, and that show's going to be amazing. Or it looks like it could be really good. So, like, I think James Gunn has got, like, he, he got his vision creatively of, like, a balance for DC of, like, all over the place. You might see some rated R movies. You might you're gonna see rated R, definitely rated R TV shows like Peacemaker, and I think that that's like excite that should be really exciting for us the fans. But here's the thing, though, he's gonna bring basically the same energy as Guardians. Not all. Uh, I think I think we're really limiting the guy. Know, I don't know. You're you're really limiting the guy because that's what he's done. But think but about he's done so many other. Think about Peacemaker. He's also not directing them. Listen, but think about yeah. Peacemaker. Yeah, it's right? a good Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's what it was. It just was. Oh, like it was a rated R version of it. Yeah, but I think, I think James Gunn is gonna bring on the right people. Like he's not directing everything. He's he's just the creator. So he's gonna be the guy that's like. All right, we need to make a new serious, like, whatever movie. I don't know. I wanted to say another Batman, but we don't need another Batman. 
So I he's going to be like, right, who do we bring on to direct? I can't do it because if I do it, it's going to be super silly. Let's do, you know, let's bring on Christopher Nolan. You know, like he's going to be that guy to try to bring on top tier talent, both acting, directing, and producing to make the movies better. It's going to be wild because I feel like if there was anyone who left Marvel with like a really bad taste in their mouth, I, I think he's going to end up recruiting them and just making their movie like better. Well, he already allegedly took some of most of his cast from Guardians to shift over to whatever that's called. So you think DC's in good hands with him? I mean, we wouldn't have seen movies like um, Aquaman, and it sucks that it was already in production, the new Aquaman, before he like fully became in, in into DC in his role. So... I think like if if he was if he was always in this DC role, the Aquaman movies would have been better. We probably would have never gotten a Black Adam movie, and if we did, it would have been better. It would have been watchable. I mean, Marvel's just losing him for Guardians. He didn't. I don't think he did any other movies, but Guardians. He was he was supposed to be the uh, creative director for all of it, and there they had I, I forget why, but they they fired him, and that 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 caused like a riff. And they lost, you know, some some creative talent, and you know that was like that. Then you started seeing a decline in their movies. I also think Marvel is right now stretched too thin. So here's the thing, too. It goes back to what I was trying to say earlier, and I think that I think you said you disagree with. You try to add so much that you stretch things out in such a long period of time that we got an Avengers movie. What twenty twenty. Two right, isn't that when um, Endgame came out? Twenty two, no, 20, was that nineteen? Endgame. Yeah, I feel like that was longer ago. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Oh, so yeah, there you go. So twenty nineteen, you got Endgame. We're gonna get another Avengers movie in like twenty twenty five. That's six years, and the thing that people need to remember that's six years of like human life. Real human life. So these people get older. You can't... But that's like, why they, they... But they try to milk... They So the thing is, they try to milk the, the original, like, few. You know, that's why you had to kill them off. Because they're just like, I'm done. You know, and that's why you had to kill off, you know, Scarlett Johansson. You had to kill off Chris Evans. Because they're like, we just want to do other stuff. They're getting old. You stretch their movies out so far. So they're getting old. You stop them from basically doing other films because of just time. Their scheduling is horrible. So you got to think about, all right, we're getting rid of some people because some people are leaving. Let's introduce new characters. And then you introduce new characters that people are excited to see. And you just do a horrible job with these characters. I mean, She-Hulk was she-Hulk was really bad. I'm a huge Miss Marvel fan. Huge fan. I mean, I was buying her comics like years ago. To be honest, I thought the show was pretty bad. I thought, I obviously, I was outraged. I, I mean, it was fun. I just, I just thought it was pretty bad. And I was outraged by America Chavez. Like you, 
completely ruin that character. So you have these characters that you want to introduce, but you're doing such a bad job with it. So like, where do you go from here? You already wrote these characters in. You can't go back and erase it. Like you can't go back and erase Doctor Strange. That is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like that movie is what it is. It'll never ever you you'll never ever be able to make another one. Like uh, you you won't be uh, sorry you won't be able to go back and redo the character. And even if you did, people are gonna be like, "Well, that's a different character, man. That's not how they were in fucking Doctor Strange." But that's because it's just so stretched. You, you try yeah, to you, you, you're trying to take over you're trying to take over the world, the movie world, where you're you're. You're doing this like you're doing a million things all at once and you have to push back certain stuff. Time doesn't it's not going to be like, oh, well, let's let Marvel do what they got to do. You know, we just won't age people. You know, that I, I think that's the biggest thing is that people get old and you just don't want to see a Tobey Maguire in whoa, middle whoa, school. Whoa. No, no, I'm saying like like. Tobey Maguire in high school, that was crazy when you think about it now. You know, like, you see people with bald spots. You know what I'm saying? You see people that's bald. Listen. No, I know. When, I know. Sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe that's not. when Marvel was still good. I'm sorry, because I love those movies. Maybe yeah. That might have been, been a bad was, example, but. It was. It was. Example. Uh, what what I'm trying, no, what I'm trying to say is, like. His his him being in his twenties, he played it off because I mean, obviously he you know he still looks like he's twenty and he's like fifty, but you, that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna have all these you know Anthony Mackie's not young man, and I love Anthony Mackie, but Anthony Mackie's not young. Obviously, he doesn't play like a child or anything. You but don't, I'm saying you don't need him to be young though, and and that that but that's where like. Creatively, the last few years they are in like, I would say, state of disarray, because the storyline isn't clear and concise, and they they've introduced a slew of new pla- new characters that have potential to be really good and cool, and um and 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 and, and very diverse through the the TV shows, but like they've stretched themselves thin. So, and, and you know they haven't put together. A cohesive. They're trying to wrap up the storylines in the movies, and so like we really don't know, you know, where they're gonna be in the next couple of years. So I, I'm I'm really sorry, Pat. I was I, I listened to everything you said, but I just I don't kept think so. I just kept thinking, stretch those bills. <laughs> <laughs> like when he said stretch it thin, I couldn't get that Foreman Mills song out my head. I just I look. I, I do like the Marvel movie. I know it sounds like I'm like on Julia's side, but I do enjoy the Marvel movies. I have fun watching them. I think you should just do a complete reboot of one. Just do a complete reboot of one and see how it works. No, because then if it fails, like doesn't matter. And now I feel take like- take the Star Wars approach when they did Rogue One. Boom, home run. That was a that was a great movie. But then Solo didn't do so well. So they just that's, that's not the same thing though. That that's not a reboot. That's no, just, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, they took a chance to trying something different and it didn't work. Money wise. I love solo, but money wise, you know what I'm saying? Right. Do a reboot. 
you know i mean i think it should all be rebooted i don't like the idea of the mcu i think like i said i think every movie they put out is exactly the same movie there's no variation they all have the same characters at this point there's so much crossover that the same characters are in every single movie every movie's got the same plot it's just boring why would i pay to see another marvel movie Whoa. I mean, I did just pay to see one on Tuesday. That's for <laughs> research purposes. I'm a professional. But <laughs> I respect that. I just yeah. I I just don't prefer the their method and I don't think it works. Into the Spider-Verse is coming out. That was a great movie. One of the few. Part two's coming out uh soon. That is an example of them going the DC route, and it's obviously very successful. So instead of putting out 7 million movies for like the exact same demographic, make movies for different people once in a while. So should they, so should they focus on animation? No, I'm not talking about animation specifically. Just make something different. Cause their cartoons were some of the best cartoons. Yeah, Make, make literally anything else besides the exact same movie for eight years in a row because the X-Men cartoon was probably one of the greatest cartoons oh. And, oh, yeah. and it's not even just my opinion. Like, the X-Men cartoon was seriously one of the best cartoons in, like, cartoon history. I mean, that, that cartoon did super well. The Spider-Man, the animated series from the 90s, from 95, that fucking show was great. You know, once they put it on Disney+, Plus, I, I binged it, like, back to back to back. Those shows were amazing. They Hands down, those those shows were amazing. Those cartoons were great. Then you have the Deadpool movies. Those are their own thing. But the Deadpool movies, they did well also. You know, Logan. Yeah, that's what but, I'm not but saying they're they not, shouldn't. No, but what I'm saying is, but those movies aren't like part of that pack of movies. You know what I'm saying? I, I agree. But I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like 90% of the time, it's all Avengers movies. But that's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying, though. Like Deadpool, Logan was good. Uh, I don't know, Blade's going to come out soon. You don't have to make movies that fit into movies where you got to sit and watch a, a, an end credit so you can know what the next movie's going to be about, where you're going with. Why don't you just make like standalone movies? Maybe reboot was the wrong word. I, I am really tired, so and I don't... I, like, is it just me or the end credit scenes like getting worse? Like, they're just more... They used to actually reveal something. Or be fun. Yeah, like back when they first started doing it, it used to reveal something and it would be like an Easter egg for what the next movie was going to be. Now it's always like we know what the next movie is going to be. And it's always just like the last five are just like the main character eating cereal. Or this was not the first time they just flashed up on screen like so and so will return. That's what it said on the last one, too. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no shit, he's going to return. This is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's going to be in Spider-Man, probably. Like, he's going to be in Avengers. He's going to be in whatever movie comes next because every character's in every movie. Like, but there's that's what I'm zero saying. variation. I, f- I feel Marvel should consider taking a different route where you're not consistently trying to patch together a story because the shows, you got to watch the shows, you got to watch the movies to patch the whole story. And you can make standalone movies that are great. I mean, like I said, Deadpool brought in so much money in the box office. I don't even know. It was, if I'm not mistaken, it was one of the highest grossing R-rated movies ever. And the fan base for that movie, and it has nothing to do with this universe. 
there's no Spider-Man. There's no, there's nobody. It's just him. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm sure they'll probably do something to make it fit. But Deadpool's another one where I, I guess maybe I'll go back to the reboot word. They had Deadpool in one of the, oh, was it X-Men? Either X-Men movies or one of the Wolverine movies, standalone movies. They had Deadpool in it, and it was Ryan Reynolds. And that character was so bad, they redid it, completely redid it, to the point where they make fun of it in the movies. Right. You know? You can do that. That's where I think Marvel should consider shifting off to. Right. I think they... And, like, they messed up with the whole multiverse thing, but I feel like they could use that to their advantage. Stop doing the same thing over and over and over again with the same actors, the same characters. Just make new stuff. And if you want, if you really need an explanation, you can explain it. though. No, but, yeah, like, continue to do what you did with Spider-Man and just use the multiverse to explain away. All of the TV shows that introduce, like, a slew of new characters. Yeah, but we're not really talking about the TV shows. It's like... Well, like, no, they can be, the, the whole goal is to be have them on screen. Yeah, it's like, I'm I'm waiting to see that, because right now, all of the movies suck. There's decent TV shows, but, like, they just keep making the same movie, and making, like, fun, new, creative TV shows, and then just having, like, the same three guys in every movie. Deadpool 1 brought in $782 million. Deadpool 2 brought in $785 million. These two movies brought in about 15, no, sorry, $1.5 billion in two movies. Now, I I understand some of these Marvel movies are popping off about a, a billion dollars in a box office, but this is a completely standalone movie that has nothing to do with the story, and it's still putting up numbers. Like, that was great. That movie... That movie did really well for what it was. It was like a fuck it, let's just do it. They did it, boom. Now Logan was another one that I think no Logan did about six hundred about six hundred twenty million dollars, but Logan was a great movie. It was the the end of yeah I know, <laughs> it was the end of a story, you know. But it was. A long line of just standalone stuff. It has nothing to do with this Marvel universe they're building. And these movies, as you can see, these movies can do well. They might not be, they might not be as profitable as, say, Avengers, Endgame. I think that was one of the highest. No Way Home. If you think about the other movies that, and I'm trying to multitask, but if you think about the other movies that they had, like. Look at Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi did $432 million in the box office. That is less. So Eternals, uh, $400 million. Black Widow, $379 million. Ant-Man, $519. Thor, $760. These movies are the movies that everybody raves about, and yet you have these standalone movies that have done better. Than these movies, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to get across. Is like, I didn't even know some of these were that low. You know, Logan did better than a lot of those that I mentioned. And these are movies that are tying into this Marvel, this Marvel universe. 
So I think what they need to do is say, hey, we just need to step back. Let's get away from this for a little bit and let's work on a new project. New project being whatever the fuck you want it to be. You know, I don't know. Mar- like Marvel producers, they really, they they basically found a group of actors in their 40s with blonde hair named Chris and said they don't have to work for the rest of their lives. They're like, this is it. This is something different. And they just are going to milk those for like the next 60 years. I would argue, but there's three Chris's with blonde hair. And they are 41, 42, and 43 years old. And But to be fair, they were 31, 32, and 33 years old. Yeah, but they, yeah, they're like, this is fine. We don't need anyone else ever. We're good. Everything's good. Stop looking. Chris Evans' best superhero or comic book was Lucas Lee from Scott Pilgrim. That's probably Chris Evans' best performance. No, no, no. Chris Evans' best performance, hands down, Knives Out. He was such a piece of shit in Knives Out. God, I loved him so much. Well, with all that being said, it's fair to say that the Batman, hands down, best superhero movie ever made. I don't care what anybody tells me. I don't really listen to people when they have opinions that don't match mine. So the Batman, probably the best superhero movie, better than Dark Knight. I do not want to hear it. And uh, Captain America, best trilogy. Until the Batman has a trilogy, and then that will be the best trilogy, superhero trilogy. Also, Rocket, if he, you can make a Rocket standalone movie because it doesn't cost much to pay Bradley Cooper to do voice acting. And I think you should, Marvel, if you're listening, I think you should stick to making some animations and some different standalone movies like. Deadpool that do not have nothing to do with the cinematic universe. I'd love to see Mr. Sinister. He's an X-Men villain. I would love to see him. I actually have a picture of him that I screenshot where he's just like, keep six feet away from me, little man. And it was like right during COVID. And I wanted I wanted to have that as my profile picture, but I couldn't get the text. Uh, but yeah, so... That's that. I don't know if you guys have any last thoughts. Real quick. Well, one, I think we need to find... I just watched the documentary about the unreleased Fantastic Four movie, and I really think we should find a copy of it and try to watch it. All right. But last thing before we go, what is your favorite Marvel movie? Okay. Just real quick. just Civil War. Captain America okay. Civil War. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Pat? Pat, what's yours? Julia, you go. Daredevil 2003. I, I will not... I'm I, not I am not taking questions shit. at this time. It's weird that you said uh, Ben Affleck movie. Again, I am not taking any questions or criticisms Man, at this he time. He plays the same role in every character, in every movie. And that's okay. I like to believe that that is the same character as he plays in Gone Girl. He just went blind at some point. She blinded him and then... He became Daredevil. That's what I choose to believe. We all have our own belief system. All right, Pat, you're up next. No, I don't have one. Cop out. And that is how we end this episode. Thank you for listening.